Good morning. This is Tuesday morning, and welcome to Wanderings. Uh, this is Syl Stenman without Sandy again. This time she's perfectly well, but she's enjoying some family time in Arizona. So just returning from the Caribbean cruise, where no day was less than 80 degrees, returning to snowy Centennial are Jim and Tammy Sherman. And um, we welcome you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank it's you. nice to be back. Tell us a little bit about the cruise. Well, it was <coughs> called a back-to-back -back cruise. We left initially on, from Fort Lauderdale and then cruised down on the Western Caribbean, hitting uh, Grand Caymans Island, uh, Nassau, Bahama, Dominican Republic, Grand Turk, and then... Uh, uh, Island uh, and the Bermudas that uh, the uh, New Amsterdam uh, and they they own they have and then on the went back to uh, Fort Lauderdale <coughs> and sailed out again to Grand Cayman Jamaica and Bahamas what a whirlwind Two days on the sea and that was it do you have your sea legs back now Tammy do you have your sea legs back? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it took a little while to finally walk straight. But it was nice to be on uh, solid land. I'm sure it was. Because you do have to walk differently when you're on a ship. Even though it's a steady ship, it has a slight enough sway that you have to change the, mm -hmm. your gait. Does it take long to get used to that? Oh, no. You you. you you pick it up in a good, good time. Well, while you were gone, things were happening here at Holly Creek. <laughs> and, Jim, I think it should teach you when you're gone, <laughs> you can get elected to <laughs> get a elected position. <laughs> so That's we, right. I can't leave town again. <laughs> we congratulate you on, Thank you very much. on your being the new president of the Resident Association Group. Thank you. And um, I would encourage... The residents and all of us to support you and encourage you and the others that were newly elected. And uh, thank you for taking this position. It's wonderful when we know that this is a desired position. And I think that's the kind of person we need right at the head of <laughs> all these residents. And um, Tammy, you're the first lady. <laughs> <laughs> I really hadn't thought of myself as that, but uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get used to all these changes when yeah. they come along in our life. Yes. Uh, Tammy, you're also a PK. Uh, tell <laughs> us what that means. That means I'm a preacher's kid. My father was a Lutheran minister, and so was my grandfather. And so uh, he... Uh, resigned from the ministry after about 15 years of being in the ministry. And uh, so that was a big change for my family to go from living in a parsonage, which is owned by the church, to suddenly having to become uh, homeowners on their own. So they had to learn how to uh, navigate the real estate market <laughs> because that retirement day does come and you're not with you don't have a home unless you've yeah found you a ahead. way to find mm -hmm. one yeah my mother was a teacher so uh, she uh, uh, was able to continue doing that no matter where we lived and we were still in Denver but uh, but you didn't start out in Denver where were you born no I was born in Moline Illinois 
but the family actually lived in Davenport, Iowa, which is just across the Mississippi River. And I don't remember anything about Davenport because I was only three when we <laughs> left. And we moved to Roswell, New Mexico. And, we're and there. your dad had a, a different church. That it he was called a, to another, another parish. church. And actually, he was very anxious to get out of Iowa and go someplace interesting. And, of course, uh, Roswell in 1948 was the Wild West. <laughs> oh, that was kind of exciting. Yeah. So did you have high school years there? Or uh, no, I, we only stayed there for four years. Okay. And then we moved up to Denver. He took a call to the church here in Denver. And that's where he resigned. There were some medical issues, and so uh, he mm -hmm. left the ministry. And we stayed another two years in uh, Denver and then eventually moved out to California. And your mother was teaching, you mm -hmm. said. And so she was teaching in Denver? Uh, not right in Denver. She, uh, for the first job, she was in a community just outside of Denver, but then she taught at Grayland Country Day School that was in Denver, which is a very uh, high-end private school. And I got to go there because she was a teacher. That's wonderful. Yeah, well, and it was a very good experience. Well, up to this time, you didn't know Jim. No. Where were you all this time <laughs> from the very beginning? <clears throat> from the very beginning. I was born in Mineral Wells, Texas. My father was on active duty. <clears throat> and then... Uh, he left uh, for World War II with the 82nd Airborne Division. My mother, my sister and I, she's two years younger than I, moved to Lincoln, Nebraska because they had relatives there. My father's mother and, and others were there. So we were there during the war and after uh, the war when my dad came home. I think a couple years later, um, we moved up into the Black Hills of South Dakota. The family had a uh, farm ranch in the Black Hills. And uh, my grandfather died when he was relatively young. So his brother took over the farm ranch and then the brother got ill. So it was dad's turn to do the farm and ranch. And uh, that was where he was raised so he was comfortable with it, and uh, so we moved up there. Uh, not around 1952, we moved to a different farm and ranch because that area that we were in was, was going to be made and developed into a large water reservoir to provide water for Rapid City. So we moved north, just a little north of Sturgis, uh, farmed there for a number of years, and then the family moved to Phoenix and I finished my last two years of high school and my first two years of college in Phoenix. Did uh, military service for six months and then I went up to school in Flagstaff, Arizona. Got a uh, bachelor's degree, then to the moved to Tucson and got a master's degree in Oriental Studies. Taught for one year in Southern California. Then <coughs> I missed the season changes. <laughs> so moved to Denver. I uh, came out and looked at Denver University, and I knew within a half hour I wanted to move here. <laughs> oh, it did take long. So uh, at that time, I was working on a, another master's degree and my Ph.D. Wow. 
<laughs> I wonder if anyone could repeat all this, but you have been around and all very productive. And your dad urged you along in your career, and how did he encourage you? <laughs> My dad uh, was, after the war, he was in the Army Reserve and trying to get his 20 years in so he could retire, get retirement. And when we moved to Phoenix, uh, he joined the Arizona Army National Guard. And in 1960, he encouraged me, I should say, mm -hmm. to join the National Guard. Uh, I think he saw Vietnam coming. So I went off in uh, 1961 to do my uh, six months of military duty and then came back and went on to college. And I stayed in the Guard fulfilling my obligation till 1967. Got out, never thought I was going to go back in again, but while I was a grad student at DU, I had an opportunity provided to me for a direct commission back in the Army Reserve and uh, to work with intelligence units and intelligence positions. And so I went back in the uh, Army Reserve and stayed there for 30 years and retired in 2001. Oh, goodness sakes. <laughs> well, now, Tammy... Where were you during this time, and when did you find each other? <laughs> well, I uh, did three years of college out in California, but uh, I really miss Colorado, and I moved back to uh, to Colorado in, uh, what, 66 or something like that, mm -hmm. and f did my fourth year uh, here in Colorado. Got my teaching degree in elementary education. I taught third grade. But we were in the same training class for a recreation program that the Denver Public Schools put on in the summer. And I was in between the spring semester of substituting and starting a full-time job in the fall. And Jim was doing some substituting, and he was in between uh, school yeah, sessions. Yeah. And we met in the summer. Uh, so, Jim, were you right on the ball and just said, oh, she is a person <laughs> I want to get to know better. I remember very clearly for seeing Tammy for the first time walking into a classroom that we were together. And, oh, she is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to get to know her a little bit. <laughs> well, how long did that take for you? Was it immediately well, it, dating? Well, it took a while. It took a, took while. a while. She was working uh, during the summer. <laughs> and uh, it was hard for us to, to get together, but finally by the end of the summer, I think it was, she said, well, all right, I'll go out with you. <laughs> Can you tell us where she was working? <laughs> <laughs> well, during the week, I was uh, with the recreation department with when Jim was there. And then on weekends, I worked up in Central City at a honky-tonk place called the Gilded Garter. It was a waitress there. It was the tourist place. And uh, so I really had no time off. But, but at, uh, your, at the Gilded August, Garter, what was your work? My work? At the Gilded Garter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, then after that was over, uh, I started teaching full-time at Bryant-Webster Elementary School in Denver. And I taught third grade there for five and a half years. But uh, two years after I did finally go out on a date with him, we got married. 
<laughs> An extended date. An extended date. Yes. Well, there was a lot of education and teaching going on during that time. So you were working on your doctorate at that time? Uh, at that time, yeah. yes. And I already had my bachelor's. So, uh, But you were going on. Right. Yeah, I decided to get my doctorate in higher education administration. So that was what I was working on at DU. And then <clears throat> I was still working uh, on another part of my degree. Uh, uh, with that degree program, you have to have an academic area you specialize in. So I was taking courses through the Graduate School of International Studies at DU, and uh, primarily in Chinese and international relations. How far did you go with the language? I had two years of Chinese at uh, University of Arizona, and then I had to self-study to be able to pass the language exam at DU. So I did that for another year or so. I'm curious, did you have to learn the, the writing, the configuration? At as University well as the of speaking? Arizona, I did. Uh, actually, my calligraphy was better than my speech. <laughs> so uh, that was, I, I continued that. I always enjoyed writing the Chinese language. It's kind of artistic, mm -hmm. and uh, it, I, I enjoy it very much. And I have been complimented on my calligraphy in oh, a couple great. places. Um, do you have any opportunity to talk, speak with others and well, when I was working at uh, University of Colorado in Boulder in engineering, I had plenty of Chinese students around that I could chit-chat with a little bit. Uh, then when we moved here, there was a staff member, Julie. Julie. That That's in right, the in, the, in the bistro. Worked in the bistro. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got chatting away, and she was giving some, me some materials to try and learn and keep up on it. and. So I've had a few opportunities along the way. A little off the subject, but how long has Julie been away from China? Do you have any idea? Oh, oh I, I don't, don't know. I don't know when she came here. Yeah, yeah. I never did yeah. ask her that, but yeah. uh, she's, that was her native, her mother That's tongue. Right. And she did some language instruction on Chinese here, too. So she had some materials available that she could oh, get to Oh, interesting. I didn't know that about her. So, Tammy, tell us a little bit about teaching third grade. And was that the, the main uh, level yes, that's that you taught? Yes, that's the only grade the I taught was uh, third grade. And I had an average of 34 students. It's a big load for one. And I had no uh, assistant, no, no helpers at all. So, uh, and that was your first teaching experience. First teaching job. That would be right. very difficult. Yeah. Well, I didn't have anything to compare it with. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good way to look at it. So, uh, but I did uh, uh, teach for the five and a half years, and then we were starting our family. So, our well, tell us about your family. Okay, Sarah is our daughter. She was born uh, uh, in February of seventy. Four. <laughs> I have to, to think of the dates here. And, uh, and then two and a half years later, our son John was born. But I had no interest of going back into teaching after mm -hmm. I left it. I, I was a stay-at-home mom for There's plenty of the teaching to be done right so. there. <laughs> but uh, I... I guess I didn't want to have to arrange for a daycare for my own kids, but I did have a daycare business in our home. You did. And I took care of other people's children. Well, that's wonderful company for your children. And a little easier, you didn't have to yeah. be 
right there all the time right. when they yeah. were having fun. So that was my, my job after my teaching job. How big did that grow? How many children did you have? I could have only, hmm, I think it was six total, and I had to include my own two. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't make an awful lot of money, but it was enough to keep the wolves away from the door. You know, it's just a, a, a good way to have a job without having to leave and mm-hmm. go to I work. I think it's a very appealing place. way to do it. Yeah. You could see what's happening with your children, the friends they make, and that's nice. Uh-huh. Um, what task, Jim, do you see here at Holly Creek as president? What? How are you going to get going with your as new position now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yesterday was a busy day. I think I ended up with about two or three meetings. <laughs> but uh, right now, it's uh, I want to take some time to get to know the new members of the board. Uh-huh. And I'm actually working with the food service to see if we can arrange for a social dinner or some activity where we can get together before our first meeting and uh, get to know each other and do some things like that before we start the first meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I then la- plan on meeting with Michelle to talk with her so she realizes what I am on my interests and, and other things. So uh, I'm starting, you know, getting my feet wet into the into the pond, I guess you might say. Is there um, an official time that you begin and when, I know we want to th- say a great thanks to Dave. Yes. Um, so he is officially done, and is that at the next... Before we left on our trip, our cruise, I talked to Dave, and I said, uh, could you cover for me for a few days after the board meeting? <laughs> the bylaws are not really clear as to when the, the new president and the new board takes over, whether it's at the end of the March meeting of the board or the, the first of the next month. And we hope to kind of correct that and get that in our bylaws. But I asked Dave if he would cover for me until I got back from my cruise, and he did. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you very much for that, yeah. as well as thank him and all other members of the board for the last two years for their service to the community. I, I really appreciate mm-hmm. all they've done. But uh, uh, I think we'll be looking at some more revisions to the bylaws and put in a specific date when that transition occurs. That would be helpful for yes. the future. And the question a lot of people wonder about, I suppose, is are you going to continue with the men's breakfast? You've um, done a great I plan job. On that. Uh, Good. I enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. And I have a few contacts, and I've already scheduled two or three speakers in advance. So it does not seem to take too much time. So I'm going to try continuing in both positions. Can you give us a little ahead information as to who the speakers might be or who I don't know about dates but well this coming month uh, Stephanie Pico who's the mayor of Centennial will be our speaker and uh, I didn't bring my notes with me Uh for the speakers beyond that but I I have one more arranged and a couple more that are in line because (coughs) of weather and other illness factors we missed about two or three speakers at the beginning of this year that's right that's right. And so uh, one of them up. is a chaplain over in the uh, assisted living area, Karen. And so she's she'll be coming That'll be up interesting, soon. yeah. Right. Um, Miss F- Mrs. First Lady, I remember one comment you made when I asked you yesterday. And you said, try to stay pleasant. 
Nathan S. Jim, and I know you'll have a smile. You're just a very <laughs> fun person, so it's going to be nice for you to, for people to have um, the you. I know you don't want to have the right hand in all this, but it's good support system for for your husband. Um, well, Tammy is used to doing that a fair amount from my military background because. I commanded three different units, so the commander's wife gets involved in there in some of the activities, and so. Well, uh, tell us more about that, Tammy, because I've heard that the the wives do have regular times together or social things or. Not really, not in the reserves. Not in the reserves. In that uh, the reserves. If it was regular army. Yes, they yes. get very involved with activities, but not so much with the reserves. And that was how long you were in the reserves. 30, a total of 35, 30, 36, 36 years. 36 years. What, do you, what do you Christian. like to do as a hobby or when you have spare time, Jim? <laughs> uh, well, I, working full-time for the University of Colorado and then being a reserve commander, I didn't, didn't have, have a lot much. of spare time. Mm -mm. Uh, I like to, uh, when we had our house, I like to work out in the yard. Mm. Perhaps that's some carryover from my time on the farm and ranch. Uh, but I enjoyed doing that, um, reading a bit. Uh, I do Sudoku puzzles. And uh, How about you, Tammy? Do you, what do you do for fun, just when he's busy or as well, a couple? When he was away uh, doing his reserve duty, I had to essentially function as a single mom. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I got an I idea of how it is when... Uh, you have to do make all the decisions and uh, get the kids to where they need to go, and there's no spouse there. Of course, so you had there, the whole but in thing. The distance, yeah. you know. And there are times I'm sure you said, oh, I wish I could ask Jim what to do about this. And <laughs> you're pretty good at making those decisions yourself. Yeah, I had to. I had <coughs> you to. had to do it. So uh, I had to be able to function independently. And do all the chauffeuring before they could drive. Right. <laughs> Always, always, yeah. But he had essentially had two full-time jobs. He was uh, the assistant dean of engineering up in Boulder at the university, and then he was also in the reserves, Army Reserves. And so his time was really pretty well uh, taken up. And uh, there would be times when he would go away on active duty, and it would be a day or so before the kids realized, oh, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Signs of a very busy family. <laughs> so, so they were uh, traumatized by the yeah. fact that he uh, was gone for the weekend or something. <laughs> well, now your time is going to be less at Holly Creek to find the, the extra things to do. But, Tammy, are you enjoying some of the committees or the, um, say, the writers or I'm not really getting involved in a lot of specific uh, groups at this time. I like to go to the programs that they have mm -hmm. and uh, socialize that way. And, but as far as being a joiner, I'm not quite at that level. <laughs> well, we've also found at the end of the day to go to a movie is kind of fun. Uh -huh. <laughs> it took, took us a long time to find that out, but... Oh. <laughs> Once we go, it's like, well, what are they showing tonight? It's kind yeah. of fun to see what's going on in the theater. It's and I, and I may get to that point at some time, yeah. but uh, not right now. Well, I know when you're cruising, 
people always tell me that, oh, the food is so abundant, so good. But now, how do they how do they arrange your seating? And do you eat in shifts? Do you eat with the same people? Tell us a little bit about that, Jim. Okay, um, you have a choice before you go on the cruise. You can either with eat an assigned table and at an assigned time, usually with some other people who are cru- cruising with you. Uh, we have always taken the uh, open seating, and we tended to go down about 5 o'clock, and we never knew for sure who we were going to be mm. eating with. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a good way for us to get to know some of the other members, of the uh, other passengers who were going along with us on these cruises. Did you find some a little bit interesting or that you wanted to repeat uh, <laughs> another meal with? <laughs> yeah, the... the um, <coughs> First night, we were down in the formal dining hall, and uh, they seated us at a table with four other women. And they were middle-aged women, I'd say, maybe in their 50s. Uh, Seemed to be all traveling together, very friendly. And uh, that was one of the more enjoyable conversations we had during our cruise. We came up to the table and sat down, and they said, oh, we're all retired strippers. Which is an interesting way to start a conversation. <laughs> well, and, did your uh, mouth just kind of open without a word coming I out? Had, <laughs> I think they had judged us because, uh, come to find out, they were all in law enforcement in one way or another. Uh, so I think they're pretty good at judging characters when they see them. So uh, they had a good sense of humor. And... Uh, They said they were retired. This was a a line. It was not the truth. But they said they (coughs) were retired uh, strippers and that uh, their careers had come to an end as they aged. And uh, (laughs) one of them said, well, yeah, we were working at regular clubs. And then (coughs) as we aged, we had to move to another one, which is a little more accommodating of older women. And that was called uh, Granny's Granny's Fannies. (laughs) So then they said a little while after that, after they got out, aged out of Granny's Fannies, they had to go to a breakfast place that was called Eggs and Legs. (laughs) (laughs) We had a great conversation that evening, and and even uh, another time after that, we went over and chatted a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was pretty clear that we had uh, enjoyed each other. (laughs) One of them had been with the FBI. The other two were police. One woman that uh, had been a, in the military police in the army, so she and I chatted a bit too, and so we had a great time. But they we truly were retired passengers. Not all of the conversation started that. So way. what did you tell them? Well, a day or so later, after I thought, well, I had to go back, and <laughs> I, uh, it should be something I could say. I I went back to them, and they were at a table, and I said, you know, I forgot to tell you that I'm a retired Baptist minister, and you're all going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) We just laughed and had a good time, and every time we saw each other on the cruise, we kind of joked and laughed at each other. uh, We also had dinner a couple times with um, a couple uh, fairly recently married. I think they taught in Florida, Mm -hmm. but they were both teachers. Easy for them to get away on a cruise. And they had no children, so they anytime they had some spare time, they'd hop on a boat and take a cruise. <laughs> How nice. Now, there's someone here that you've known for over 25 years who is going to be, um, I believe, the new secretary. Yes. Uh-huh. Tell us how you met Judy. Well, um, 
years ago when I was an assistant dean in engineering and at Boulder and Judy was, I, I think, an uh, associate dean in engineering at UC Denver. Uh, we were put together on a committee. We were looking at how students can transfer credits from community colleges around the state into the College of Engineering. And so we had several meetings together. Uh, by pure coincidence, uh, we and move in here and I see Judy. That was, you didn't know ahead of time that <coughs> I had no there idea she that. was. That's correct. <laughs> oh, that's, and you're going to work together yes. sometime yeah. this yeah. coming up. The other thing I was going to ask you both about is you have kind of a an extra little thing you like to do and that's to see different presidents who are the presidents jim that you have seen just oh my gosh. uh nixon i didn't see ford may need some help coming down the line to the presidents yeah uh but uh johnson didn't see johnson reagan i saw several times clinton several times uh bush first bush close in the White House and then uh, the second Bush W mm -hmm. I saw in a car a few times and uh, I had seen uh, Biden and Obama at a reception and I think you saw someone <laughs> kind of I mean none of these are planned they're just sightings that you've mm -hmm. made yeah no I saw President Eisenhower when he was uh, here at uh, Fitzsimmons after his heart attack in 1955. I just saw him go by in his limousine. That is so exciting. I think I would be very excited. But now I want to uh, say a word of encourage encouragement to both of you and support. I hope all those that are listening will know how important it is to have feedback from residents and uh, graciousness in acknowledging the work that they're putting in. This is all volunteer. So please do encourage Jim and support if you're asked to do something and possibly can. Make it happen. We will do the best of our Oh, thank you so much for being here, Jim and Tammy. It's been a pleasure to have you. And this is Wanderings for today. So long.